0: Was, have you seen uh, wow, that's a great <laughs> that's a great way to start.
1: You got a, a, a was, good opener?
0: Yeah, well what I was gonna do was uh name's Leonard Washington. Did you see you seen that Chappelle show with the World <laughs> series of dice? <laughs> Leonard Washington.
1: Is, I like the uh the trading, the trading spouse is what is my favorite one. Yes.
0: Nah, you got a room with Lysol, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> His
1: name is Lysol, is the greatest okay. thing ever. T- tell your mama, I, I-, I found a lightsaber. <laughs> 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 was like, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Gary Washington. That me. Gary K. Washington.
1: Gary K. W., baby.
0: What's the, uh, what is it, Kevin? Kensington? No. Kendra? That, 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 you're getting close. Uh, okay, then let me guess. Uh
1: you won't guess it. You, I won't you're guess close. It. You're uh, close though.
0: I was close with Kensington.
1: Yeah. Uh, you got half
0: of it. Kenzy oh. <laughs> Ken Rinkleton. Are you, are
1: I'm, you I'm, a are you a D fan at all?
0: Uh yes. I wouldn't but like I doubt I would know.
1: I was gonna say the other half is a uh is it well it's a I think it's a homebrew race. You're just gonna have to tell me it's a it's kendrell kendrell Mm
0: -hmm. what's the what's the D &D race
1: uh drill it's like Ah, a werewolf um i don't know if it's still like relevant because i I found that out like in like 2009 uh so i don't even know if it's still like a relevant i think it's a homebrew race i'm saying this all confidently it's blue
0: um oh yeah someone -hmm. will
1: someone will let us know they always Mm -hmm. let us know and and uh, uh Oh, in you see, at,
0: at at minute five, <laughs> uh second <laughs> thirty-three, when he said it was drell, what he really meant was Drew It's Drew-L. a long
1: R. And their lore is mm, it's it's some good stuff. I you can so shit.
0: Yo, some nerds pissed me off last night. I knew what I was That's doing. They do. Yeah. uh well, all right, I got two funny stories about this, but so. I'll tell the Lord of the Rings story first. So I went and saw Spider-Man mm-hmm. last night. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I know what I'm, you know what you're getting into if you go on opening night, okay? I That's get that. Absolutely. I get that. Um, Everyone was hype. I knew that was happening. So I, I sit down and the person next to me, it's a guy and his girlfriend. And during the trailers, you know, he's talking normal volume at like, oh, hey, look, that movie. Oh, hey, that, that. And I'm like, okay, it's the trailer's. That's cool. Mm -hmm. You know, get it out your system. It's cool. The movie starts and he's the type of person, every single character that popped on the screen. Oh, that's 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 so-and-so. Oh, that's so-and-so. Motherfucker. I know. Like, I know. We all know. We're watching the movie. I know. He's he's trying to impress his girl. Dude. And that's exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. He was leaning into her and being like, oh, that's da-da-da. He would literally, if there was an acronym on the screen, he would read it. He would say it out loud, like some hooked on phonics shit, dude. <laughs> I held it in. I, you know, I was giving him the looks. I have mm-hmm. no problem these days telling people to shut the hell up in movie yeah. theaters. I've done it, I've bulldogged it before. It's 20 bucks, bro. Like, understand that you're in public, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that dude really drove
1: me insane i'll I'll say this that's one of the reasons why i don't go to the movies because i I, not in a loud volume but i'm i'm that person with my wife because i I like she she's like a nerd but she she has her own niche like lord of the rings is her thing for sure that's my next story (laughs) yeah she she she, but when it comes to like not so much i've grown out of marvel because of spoilers and like Mm -hmm. if you miss a movie or anything like that memes We'll spoil it to you know till the cows come home. So I just I got out of it like The Walking Dead and and uh, Game of Thrones. I'm just done. I'm over it. But when we watch like it's with anime and my wife, like we'll watch anime or stuff like that. I'm like I'll have already finished it, but then we'll rewatch it for her, and I'm like, oh oh,
2: oh yeah,
1: oh, oh this dude.
0: I do that too, <laughs>
1: uh, and I hate it. But she's just like she loves it. Apparently, I've asked. I was like, is that annoying? She's like. Mm-hmm. yeah or
0: you're or you're like watch this part watch this part yes yes Yes. because you because you don't you hate it when the parts coming up and you look over and they're that's when they're looking at their phone or something
1: without fail because that's how she's i like you want to watch this she's like "Mm -hmm." and then we're watching and and then next thing i look over she's "Mm?" i was like you missed it you missed the thing you missed the thing so it's okay (laughs) the
0: The Lord of the Rings story, and so this was back in when uh, Return of the King, I want to say, mm-hmm. or the Two Towers. We were <laughs> me and my buddies Bobby and Finley. This is back in high school. Um, mm-hmm. We went to the theater, and there was a entire row of Elven warriors in front of us. Okay, I love that. all all full dressed up, speaking Elvish to each oh, other. And my and my buddy Finley goes like at some point they're talking, goes, how about you shut the fuck up, you elven bitch? (laughs) And, you know, giggles erupted and, you know, he thought he was the bigger man. Ha ha ha. Oh, yeah. So the movie ends and we go outside. Finley goes to the bathroom. Finley comes out holding his face with a bloody nose. Finley said he went to the bathroom and was taking a pee. And And he turned around, and the the elven dude was like, I'm a bitch, huh? And jacked him in the face. Just straight punched his ass in the face by an elf at Lord of the Rings.
1: I I, I love that. (laughs) I I feel bad. Is it Henley? Finley. Finley. I feel like no disrespect to Finley, but that's fucking awesome. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He totally deserved it that's fucking all aw- i mean 100 like, it's 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 like a, it's a balance because like all right stop talking like we know you speak like we know you're nerds whatever but like to be a nerd to be like in inc- inconsiderate and then, yeah. but still like i am fuck some shit up yeah i i, I that's mad i respect, i, I, I
0: re- yes i respect a cosplayer that's about that life you know what i'm oh, saying oh yeah
1: <laughs> because uh, it because it ain't it ain't me i will talk i could talk my uh, way out of, a, out of a brown paper bag and when it comes to a fight i'm like dude you don't want to do that you you don't want this problem man and yeah like, oh whatever and i'm like oh my god
0: yeah oh yeah that's me too just total bluff moves all day. oh
1: absolutely and it always it worked there's like two does. times where it did where it hasn't but for the most part i'm like but you don't want you don't want this you don't want this one, bro you don't want this problem bro you don't yep. want this problem and they're like man whatever bro and i'm like oh my oh, honey thank, thank god Honey, we almost got robbed.
0: I was assaulted.
1: <laughs> Can you um, hold me when we get home? I just want to go to the farmers market after this. I am stressed. <laughs> Where's my kombucha?
0: So, to I I do a horrible job of prefacing guests. So, I'll give uh, um, give a little uh a little a little bumper, okay? A little mm-hmm. a little uh Little, little five song, minute song. bio so i met gary actually on a music video shoot for capra and i don't remember what we were talking about but the conversation we we figured out that we were very similar and that you made videos mm-hmm. and we even like got into like god and like uh, religious upbringing and then i've been kind of uh, voyeuristically watching your your rise on tiktok right <laughs> and i love your shit it's hilarious um, thank you and so i just thought it was a good time to to have you on to to talk about all the things
1: yeah it's been a while it's been a while two weeks to be honest with you
0: yeah like it's, it's been it's, a while i had um so a one of my first guests I had on four years ago, uh, mm. uh, my buddy Aaron, um, I had him back on because uh, he's Aaron Goldie boy on TikTok. Now he's he's like, you know, millions and millions of like he he's made sure. it on TikTok. Yeah. Um. So I had him back on. It's a really interesting phenomenon. Um. But no I w- wait, what's that?
1: No, see, I'm gonna have to look him up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, Aaron. Um, first things first. I think it's hot topic. Mm-hmm. Hot topic.
1: <laughs> probably, that, probably one of the best jobs I've ever had, to be honest with you. For the
2: time
0: up
1: for the time. Up. That so, was a fun ass job.
0: I will. Uh, I'll tell you my brief hot topic experience. So th- this was. This was in 2004. Um, yeah, in Columbia, South Carolina, or Irmo, South Carolina, this little southern town, like Hot Topic, basically like Hot Topic is in Louisiana. Like it, you know, it was oh. not the thing back then. No. And I actually worked there with uh, Jake Lors from August Burns Red.
1: Oh, man. Beefcake <laughs> Jake.
0: <laughs> yeah back uh we had different nicknames back then but it was that that was always hilarious um he was always the guy that's like you know i'm totally gonna make it as a band one day and we're like yeah sure jake whatever and then totally totally did he totally did yeah
1: so they roasted me the other day did you see that
0: i did that's why that's why i I thought that was
1: hilarious oh man i felt like an asshole like i was like dude wait (laughs) hold on (laughs) I don't
0: i don't think they i don't think uh i don't think they took it too assholey um no but that was the that was the job to have if you and i, I was the full package because i was the the screamer in a local metalcore mm-hmm. band and i worked at hot topic and i remember the day like this kid came in and he was like oh shit are you jed from then came the dawn and i was like you know yeah that's me what's yeah. up <laughs> it felt so cool dude it felt so cool uh before i turn it over to you the the funniest thing we did i don't know if they still had it but back then they had uh corporate hot topic had this program um where they would pay to send you to shows music festivals and bands Mm -hmm. and basically you write down what people are wearing uh, like it was like a trend. Oh, at the show yeah there's actually that's actually a really smart because they're yes, trying to get is. current trends and they totally pay your way to do that but well, we just completely made a we would just be like neon fishnets all around like we would just make up shit that people were, were just wearing. making
1: up trends absolutely to see <laughs> if they would if they would do it man that's hell- that's actually really funny. That's actually it kind was. of like kind of cool. That is a like a super that's a smart genius move. Genius idea. Yeah, man. very smart. Damn! I wish somebody would pay me to do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I would for for pretty much anything. Just like what are what are people drinking? I'm like this, 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 and this. Like like what are they eating? This, 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 and this. So I guess I love that.
0: Uh, and 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 actually, I guess I um I skipped ahead. I guess I want to, like. Cause you, you are an interesting person to me because, um, and I mean, this is just part of it, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the scene being, and you've said it before too, right? Like mm-hmm. you're this person of color nerd. Mm-hmm. And I had a really good friend also, Larry, who was like my road dog. It was mm-hmm. also kind of the same thing where, you know, him being like the, the, the one person there, the, like the token, the token quote mm-hmm. unquote. Um so I, I'm just kind of interested, like how like what was, you know, what was your childhood like? Like how did you hmm. kind of find yourself in this scene in this path? And like
1: what has that
0: been like for you?
1: That's it. So like my my childhood was was really like it was kind of I was kind of sheltered. I was kind of sheltered, like I grew up, like heavy in the church. Like my mom, currently, what denom? D- um, like non-denomination. Like we, we kind of okay. like church hopped. We church hopped a lot. Um, when so whenever we moved, I, I started like early. Whenever we moved to, uh, whenever my parents moved back to Louisiana, because I was born in Mississippi, but we moved back here when I was like a few months old. And when we moved back, my dad had bought like this mobile home um, and where the mobile home was, it was, I'm trying to think how how to explain it. Like it was on a little piece of land, but like our front, like our, our driveway was actually the parking lot to a church. So like as soon as you walked out of the door, it was like the side of a church and we shared a parking lot and we went to that church and while we they were getting the whole church set up we we actually like lived there for a little while, while not the church the uh, house we lived in the church for a little while um until the 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 trailer was set up and so that was kind of like my my church home but it we it was like heavily enforced like Sundays we wake up we're going to church we come from church we come home go to school xyz Um, I wasn't really allowed to listen to music. Um, even 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 Christian, I didn't have an interest in it. Like it was because really, like mm -mm. Uh, it wasn't until I'd probably say it wasn't until I was about thirteen that I really got in like like into music because like I like I'm I'm a musician, I'm a vocalist, so everything that I knew from kindergarten to like 13 was like choir music like uh in in school like christmas sure. music and show choir and stuff like that and even in high school like uh i was in show choir magic moods which was pretty much like the glee club of um my high school
0: magic Moods, magic dude. moods yeah i was in Magic Moods.
1: Dude. <laughs> sparkle and,
0: motion dude
1: <laughs> So we had the sequin suits. The girls had the sequin dresses. And it was, oh my god! I I still know some of the songs. I can still do some of the dances. Like I I that was I had my first like true love crush. That's a whole nother story. That was, mm. but when I was around like I'd probably say maybe even like earlier maybe like eleven or twelve. I was in middle school and i met my friend ben and ben was like my 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 role dog my my best friend and he is actually who introduced me to pretty much everything like games uh music because i was like super sheltered like i watched i got i could watch like cartoon network and stuff like that but like did you watch
0: bible man please tell me you watch bible man
1: i hate that Bible Man, it's McGee and me, McGee and me, dude. I had okay, so that, what, that, what, that what, actually, what was the other one? There was Bible Man, McGee and me, Captain Kangaroo. Uh, was that one? I did.
0: Oh, Veggie I, Tales. I veggie okay. Tales.
1: so Veggie Tales. I fucked with hard. Veggie Tales is legit good it's uh-uh. not anymore but when i was a kid like the bunny song bro <laughs> the bunny song the bunny the bunny yeah I, what that was was the? Uh,
0: I we are the pirates you don't do like, anything oh
1: yeah we just lay around like yeah just, uh, dude and when reliant k covered that but i lost yes, my damn mind
0: dude.
1: so and that that's that transitions into like more of my childhood so like middle school been introduced like like this was when like the original Xbox came out so like Mm. he had like jet set radio which is a phenomenal soundtrack it's one of my favorite games I have the Hideki Naganuma like jet set radio soundtrack in my Spotify that I my whole personality at that point my whole identity was based around that game I wanted my nickname in middle school to be yo-yo my email address was almighty yo-yo my Yahoo Messenger, everything. My whole identity was, wrapped or was formed on that awesome.
0: game. How
1: old are you, by the way?
0: I'm 32. Okay. So you're you're two years behind me. So around, around yeah. the same time. Yeah. I, uh, oh, before um, before we kind of get off, um, and I don't know if this is dovetailing too much, but what do you... So I always ask this for... Because I, I was also raised in a heavily religious family, Mm -hmm. i would have classified myself as a true believer um i mean obviously because i i I still hold that but do Mm -hmm. you like what were your thoughts about it when you were a kid did you believe it did you think this is just something i have to do Mm -hmm. was like what were your thoughts about the whole god thing it 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 was definitely around that age
1: yeah, it was definitely something I felt like I ha- it was a tradition to me. It was it was less of like, I believe it is it more that this is a tradition. If I steer any way, any way a- away from it, something bad is going to happen because that's that's kind of okay. how how it was portrayed to me. But for some reason, like everything like it had even gotten to a point to where I thought like God hated me. Yep. Because everything I loved, God didn't. According to like my mom, like I like I loved Pokemon, I, the first gen Pokemon. Like I got like little Pokemon figures on my desk. I got a fucking Zapdos chess piece. Like I loved Pokemon. And we my were mom, there when it
0: came out, son.
1: We were there when it came. It came out on my birthday. The game, like the uh, the, it was for my birthday present. But then the Mount Moon episode came on, and my mom was like, "Witchcraft, take yeah. everything."
0: I remember- took everything my dad when i tried to watch uh cuz this is what this is what maybe this is why like i mean i get it every older generation shits on the younger but it's like when we was growing up yo like we had to go to the shady video store to get the the Dragon Ball Z dubbed on a VHS but i remember i brought home Dragon Ball Z and my dad was like Dragon Balls
1: what is this <laughs> <laughs> wait i got a i got a g- man i got a good I have a fantastic dragon ball Z church story. Okay, so I used to go to this church in Bruce are called hope alive. Oh, okay. uh, no Good name. R- I'm with it. Right. No real shade. To- that was like, my that when I went to that church, I actually was like trying to be like, it was the cool, progressive church. Um, like the, I went to school with like, so, like the, the bass player. He was the, 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 well, she now, um, of the, the 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 church band and like the um, my cell leader was cool he was the one he was the typical like like youth leader puka shell flip-flops yes like, jared was cool that's that was my dude man get, i like, had some
0: great youth pastors too like like I did, real he deal. was cool like that
1: helped my life mm-hmm. and i remember like the, the, at the time the church was really cool because we had like like Christian goth kid click we had the the Christian prep kid click we had like the the cool youth leaders and stuff like that and I was like mom you know my mom started bringing me to that church and I was like man this church is actually kind of fire like I think I feel more comfortable now now granted we were like I think we were the only black people there Mm. um they I think they had like a black lady but I we never interacted with each other but uh i remember like we like all the kids liked anime and yes. all of a sudden we one time we were having a conversation about anime i guess somebody overheard it and like looked into dragon ball z there was a i don't know if you remember this there was a like legendary it was like the first like fan art hentai that i've ever seen and it was of like Uh, i think it was vegeta and sailor moon like banging in the shower and somehow i think i know what you're talking about i do like from behind like in the standing up i will never forget this and somehow one of the youth pastors found it and immediately was like dragon ball z equals porn ban it no and they were like Uh they did a whole like Guys, yeah, we're, oh, we're gonna have a great service today. We're gonna have a great service. I'm, oh, I'm so happy to see the youth here. Oh, so we're gonna talk about something, you know, the youth, and it's like it's something like anima, anime, anime, and we were like, oh, tight, cool. And they were like, you guys watch Dragon Ball Z, and we're all like, yeah. And they were like, let's, okay, let's tell you, let's let's explain to you how like. Uh, oh god you know god is not pleased with like anime you know it's very like no, and like man. abandoned and they did it in front of all like the, you know the parents and all that oh stuff yeah were there. and so they were like yep yep yeah, done if pastor said it can't do done yep. you're not doing it and that 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 broke me man that yeah i was like i can't believe they took that from us they took that from us yeah like it's yeah man it's a,
0: it's, it, it's a serious position of power. And it's like, I, I guess that's why I, I hate when it's used flippantly. Now I, I am the, the religious organizations I was a part of. I'm not one of those people that, that is just like, like I truly believe at most times they were doing what they truly believed was right. I don't think mm-hmm. there was any malicious Intent and, and our church wasn't like that. They wouldn't outright ban things like that. Right. Um, but that was usually reserved for like the the homeschool families that were in the church. They were all, you know, yeah, but it, it was still like you know, that we would get the the weekly guilt trips about like what are you watching, and you know, is it pure and all that? I remember we got we were all into anime too. Um, mm-hmm. th- it really did like that's when it really caught fire like in the u.s was like around real yeah. time
2: mm-hmm. and
0: we got a japanese exchange student uh youth pastor his name was shinji and we were all into evangelion i was about to say and so we were we dude that guy became the most popular person to ever hit cornerstone um, church and awesome. in retrospect like Quasi racist because we were just like, Oh my god, you must like love anime and Pocky and da 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 da. And like, bless his heart, he was like super tolerant. And it was like,
2: Yeah, he was know, probably like, expecting yeah. it.
0: Oh, yeah, he's like, oh. Yeah, I mean, anime is cool, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> People um, were trying to like, not a lot, but like a handful of people were trying to cancel me because of that baby that uh bring me the horizon video. They were like, you're comparing Japanese people to anime. And I'm like, are I, you? Oh, Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll get to, that'll be a good, we'll get to that. So, okay. That, and I'm glad you, you brought up Ben because that was going to be a question too, was mm-hmm. who was your gateway into music like that okay so you
1: got ben and he's showing you the ropes so it was it was ben and then like ben showed me like it was the new metal like it was the 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 lincoln park and that was like when i heard lincoln park and i heard hybrid theory hybrid theory that was a game changer man like that was it like Mm -hmm. that skindred with the babylon album um who was, was it? it? Uh, uh, Mudvayne, Blindside, right? And so I was like, "Oh, tight." These, like these bands kind of like slap, but I always, but I still felt like guilty for listening to them because they weren't like they weren't black music, according to my my brother. Because I remember, I would never forget. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, right. So my brother was a big bully for me, like like almost killed me. I, I love him to death. I love him now. Uh, but it's like how much older? I would never. He's seven years older than me. Oh wow, yeah. So you got uh, your ass beat then, dude. You have no idea. And there was nothing. There was nothing I could do about it because, like, I just wanted him to love me, and I wanted him to be like, a, like oh, a big brother. Gary. Like, it's it's true. Yeah, like, I wanted, no, I wanted yeah. him to love me, and he just like he despised me. Yeah. And it like I will never forget. Um, I'm sure you you've seen Big Burger, Uh Big Burger uh, Good Burger. Oh yeah. So there's, there's like in the middle of the movie, there's like a montage and there's a song that plays and it's like the portable thumb, the portable thumb, the portable thumb, I got one. Dude, I used to love that song. And my brother was like, man, that's white people music. And that broke me, that broke my heart. Oh man. And so I was like, secretly would listen to uh, like Linkin Park and stuff like that. But in public, I would, you know, Like not, because I didn't really listen to a lot of rap, especially like '90s rap. Then I would just like kind of bob my head and you know whatever. But what I would do, which is really embarrassing, and I've never said this before ever, I at night I would get my clock radio and put it on the 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 rap station and put it on my bed and try and memorize the hooks for popular rap songs so that when I got to school and people are like, you know, you know, see, like singing it, I'm like. Oh yeah, I can do it too. So I'm yeah. not—I don't have a, a a bullseye on my back anymore because that was a big thing. Wow. I was like a, a nerd, dude. Like high water pants, like no brand, anything, and I was like fine with it at the time. But then I started in middle school. I started to get like picked on real bad, and I was like, "What the yeah. fuck?" That and it, yeah, it, no, it I'm sorry. I keep going. Sucked. Oh no, it's like it sucked, it, it, it yeah, sucked because that, like I, like I'm like wh- it's clothes. I Why is know. everybody picking on me?
0: <laughs> I this I've actually never said said this, so we'll trade. So because so far our, our stories are incredibly similar where mm-hmm. so I was really I had I had my nerd friends. I was really dude I was into action figures. I had toys, <laughs> I had comics, drawing comics. And when I started getting into like seventh and eighth grade, that was my first conception of popular kids and nerds. Uh, And I straight up like abandoned my nerd friends. Like I would go to conventions with them and I'd hang out with them on the weekends. And then I would not acknowledge them in public. Like, Mm -hmm. and I feel so, but, but I was so afraid of getting made fun of. That was my biggest. Yep my biggest fear back then and i feel so because i and i remember it too it was my buddy matt the big deal was every year he'd have his birthday party and i remember the year he invited me and i was like no i'm not gonna come and it's now that that was kind of it i feel so shitty about that i
1: i feel that i i like i (laughs) we are really similar It, it was i had a moment like that in high school um the damn <laughs> it's, it's the, rough to think about. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't date. Um I didn't have a girlfriend until after I dropped out of high school. Um I didn't have like a real like long term like every like you know, everybody in middle school has they have that like long term girlfriend. We've been dating for eight months, six months, something like that. That's my the that the couple. I didn't have that at all. So there was in in high school there was a popular girl that fu- i found out that liked me hey. and um thank you and she was gorgeous dude out of my league cuz like i'm fat now but i wasn't a fat kid i got fat as an adult i was very skinny like 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 nice i was nice looking i was just dorky but i found out that she liked me and so I went and talked to her. And she was very much like prep, like prep. She's like this mm-hmm. biracial girl, gorgeous. And we started talking for a little bit. I immediately changed style. So we had like oh man. The, dude, I don't know if y'all y'all school had this. Apparently a lot of schools didn't have this, like the trees. They had like the segregated trees, like the, oh, pre- yeah. the Okay. So I like I was a big we member of a the courtyard
0: tree. with with carrying. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Same. So I was like a member of the freak tree and then directly across the courtyard was the prep tree like right by the cafeteria did y'all throw milk at each other because we did we got milk thrown at us we ignored it. but she that's where kind of where she hung out and so once we we started talking like a little bit i started changing my style like track jacket uh i think i bought a pair of pumas and (laughs) they i got Eyes, I could feel them from the freak tree, dude. They were pissed. They were so pissed yeah. that a bunch like a a couple of the group of like of them, wrote me a note, and they were. It was a note that they like slipped to me, and it was like basically, long story short, like we're really like super disappointed in you. Like this is really disappointing. That hurt. Wow, that hurt so bad. I was like, wow, okay. I didn't realize like y'all really gave a shit like that, and. The irony is that she stopped like liking me because I changed. She liked oh, yeah. me because of who I was. She was like, I. The that fact is that is you a, like kind of changed. I'm not like really. That's like a rom com. That. That's like a movie. <laughs> but,
0: <it's>, but dude, <laughs> yeah. you you are. It, it absolutely was segregated like that back mm-hmm. then. Like you could not. I I was like my group of friends were the ones that kind of mingled with everyone, but mm-hmm. otherwise nobody else really had that that ability you had to stick Mm -hmm. with your 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 people yeah fucking weird i don't know if it's like that anymore no
1: so i actually explained that when i was working at journeys i was explaining because i was the oldest one there all the guys were like in their early 20s or like 18 19 and i was explaining i was like y'all don't y'all didn't have that in school or you're like like sub or like subcultures were segregated they were like no what the hell is a freak tree and i'm like whoa Uh, i was like i guess that's better um that everybody can kind of hang out maybe i don't know
0: let me let me let me see if this is if this is cross-cultural did you also have uh we called them the huggers but they were goth kids that were just constantly hugging like couples
1: constantly oh dude did y'all have that too okay (laughs) we had one we had one and it changed my fucking life dude it I don't even know if I should say this, but I'm gonna because I'm I'm an open book. It de- it actually developed a kink in me. No
2: like way. one of mm-hmm.
1: so it was a couple, and they were they were kind like of, okay, so the school that I went to had in the the at the fruit tree there was an elevator, uh, but it wasn't facing the freak, it was it, it faced the other way. But on the other on the other side of the elevator that actually faced our side was it was all brick, and they would stand there like the guy would be up against the wall, and the chick would she would you know be pressed up against him. At some point, they were actually having sex, and I saw, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like they were having sex that way, and I was like, I kind of. I'm kind of into this. Well,
0: yeah, Um, that was probably that was the first live sex you did.
1: Yeah, yep. And I was like, low key, like, (laughs) like what's happening? Yeah, dude, I I sense an awakening. It kind of was, and I was like, oh my god, I. I, and so ever ever since then every time i'd see them i was just like mmm, man
0: that is so nuts
1: i forgot about that holy shit oh that's great <laughs>
0: so all right so let's let's get into let's get into the scene right so oh, when did you my life. yeah absolutely man so so i got into it so because um this was when the the huge wave of solid state tooth and nail christian metalcore bands when that was king that's how i got into it because i was still same. um, and i'm not i don't have time to get into it now but you know i became like a drug addict during all this but at one point when i was trying to be sober i kind of adopted the straight edge mentality because i was like oh okay these these guys are oh nice there you go he is i got it got covered (laughs) let the the record show he is showing a uh, straight edge tattoo
1: i have a story about Um, that as
0: well awesome i want to hear it so that's how i got into the scene was um a it was like my first show i went to was uh beloved if you've ever heard of that band no oh man they're incredible um they actually reunited for furnace fest but so yeah, that's and I started going to shows on on the weekends. Um, did the emo thing, dyed the hair black. Uh, back then, there were no such thing as skinny jeans, so I had to buy Those girl, girl pants, pants, girl pants, the white belt, uh, oh, the whole deal. And I I joined a uh, screamo metalcore band, and and life was good, yo. Life was <laughs> that so was good.
1: Dude, how do we have the same backstory?
0: I, I don't know. It's it, it is like that's when we were talking. It was like, geez, yeah, pretty identical.
1: I uh, like to the T, dude, to the T, cause like hope like that same church. The like I said, the the bass player. Um, she introduced me. It was like Reliant K, um, the like Asali Dying. Mm-hmm. Who who there was Under uh, Oath. There, under oath came under oath came like right in the middle of it. There was a band whoo thousand foot crutch,
0: yeah boy.
1: Y'all couldn't tell me nothing about no thousand foot yes. crutch. Throw up your rock fist if you're feeling it when I drop. Yes. Boy, I was like, boo, boo, boy, oh my god. And same thing, I ended up starting to like 2009 started to scream, uh, span the sky, and I tried to do the whole like, um, you know, Christian. Like I was the only one that was like a Christian in in the band or whatever, and it didn't, uh, it didn't like. We, we I think we stayed a band for like a year. Um, we'd never we, recorded anything.
0: Oh, we actually, and and our claim to fame is that uh, I'll I'll send you the song actually, but Jake Lores screamed on a track of ours, like what? we're on SoundCloud still. Yeah, but oh, it was dude, back when so it was nobody, dude.
2: That's and, super, and i always that's cool said
0: we should like re-release it and just be like, just to make some money off of it featuring like, like, glory. Featuring glory <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, that would be amazing actually yeah I'll, I'll send it to you um oh man so you were so what were your thoughts on christianity and stuff then or god was it still you were, it was just kind of
1: it was a, the trend okay it was a trend because like the, the band it was a, of, a trend yeah. yeah it was it was a full on like Christian core like under oath like I, I can't really rag on it because like Under Oath at the time was like one of my absolute favorite bands as a matter of fact I named my fi- my son after the drummer my, my son's name is Aaron um oh, wow. and the um <laughs> I it, it was definitely like I like I was just trying to be like I was just trying to I was trying to fit in as best as I could, but it just it wasn't it wasn't working at all because like I, I had friends and like people knew who I was, but they like I, I never felt like people like respected me because I always had to like defend my cred all the time, especially when I was at hot topic because I still there was still a lot about the culture I didn't know, and that's where I learned a lot of of the culture shout out to Dale. Uh, Thibodeau, because Dale really was like my mentor. Dale's like, I'm gonna get you right, dog. Like, these these are the like these are some bands you need to listen to for sure. Like, like the um, it, it, it's a topic of conversation right now, which is crazy. Like Lace Code in the uh, for like docs and stuff like that. Like skinhead, that like he taught me like what skinheads were and like how to look out for them and oh lace um, code
0: for doc martin's yeah yeah
1: and uh like just like like stuff like people were like kind of low-key making fun of me uh about but he's like dude i'm gonna get you right like
0: what was it ever like would you say you're a person that experienced a lot of racism or prejudice was that factoring into it
1: yeah 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 yeah. because like there were there weren't any like alt black guys in there there was like me there's this dude danny um he was in a he was in a band too but everybody loved him like no no shade like danny's my dude no shade to him like he 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 had it like he had it right he had he was skinny he had like long like straight hair like beautiful like just like that scene hair it was fucking gorgeous and um like everybody just respected him like he was like he was the dude you know and uh we were we were friends like we like we hung out, we knew like some of the people and stuff like that, and uh I would go to their shows all the time, but uh, it was always like like I didn't know what I was talking about when it came to like music or whenever my band was playing the shows like people man people like really like full on, like walked out like people would like just like a like they would they would be there to see uh i remember uh, it was uh do you remember anvi mm- mm no so you gotta,
0: um, i'm i'm a south carolina kid remember so i, I don't oh, sure. so i won't remember any locals
1: the local okay so so basically it was like our first i would say like my band's like first big break we got to play with like two like really really like up-and-coming bands like Anavai and i think it was bear fighter um uh, and i forgot who else but they were like Like us playing that show, I was stoked because I was like, "This is our our first show with like some like established bands." Yeah, and and I remember we were like first or second, and like people just like walked out, like they were just walked out, went and waited outside until our set was done, and oh that
0: hurts. That it
1: like it sucked, and like one of the dudes was talking to like a mutual friend. I think he might have been talking to like my drummer or something like that. Um, thank you, and I just kind of like walked up and the dude was like yeah my bad you know he was like uh, sorry i didn't stay for you said he's like it's just on my thing cuz like we were kind of like post hardcore like i did like i would scream and stuff like that but i really liked like i i have a really like clean like i use a lot of vibrato and i like very clean vocals i i really like you liked, got the voice of an angel you can say right i really like like establishing and, and like yes, i can sing that- and back then,
0: if it wasn't screaming, people didn't want it. That's the other thing about the scene back then that does not seem to be a case today that people forget is that it was a serious popularity contest. And like people, like either bands were in or they were out, like yep. straight. And I'm talking about like established bands, but there was like mm. this weird i don't uh, I don't know what you, the like rivalries all over the place, and, the politics, yeah, like
1: yeah, the local scene politics, I hated it, like everything was about whos signed and who's not signed, who's about to be signed, um and like like that was some badge of honor, and it's like like okay you you got signed but you you have no idea how to market yourself as a band, like you 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 just some. So one of your friends has a, like a record, a, a label and he just records you right. stuff for y'all. And that was, that was like the thing is like, bro, y'all no, y'all aren't even signed, bro. Y'all ain't even signed. Like, what are y'all even doing? Like, well, you know, so,
0: so how did, tell me how the straight edge thing factored in as you drink a beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. The dudes I looked up to in in the, in the scene, man, they were all straight edge. Um, and there was, like, a handful of dudes that I, like, looked up to, and they were, like, seen gods, pretty mm-hmm. much. And they they were, like, the dudes that I actually, like, I, some of them I worked with, um, and they were cool with me. They, they would, like, sometimes, like, invite me to go ride bikes, because, like, uh, fixies weren't, like, really, like, a, a trend yet. It was, like, right up and coming. And we go ride bikes and stuff like that. And I was like establishing friendships with these like dudes who were seen as like the, the scene Kings Mm -hmm. in a way. And they were also, I was like, how can I, how can I establish that? Like, I'm, I'm like the real deal. Like to take me seriously, I was like, then I'll be straight edge. I'll I'll be straight edge. I'll, I'll take it a step further and I'll get a straight edge tattoo. Yeah. And that was a, huge
0: mistake because you and thousands of others so
1: yeah it was a huge mistake because me by me doing that it meant that like now I have all eyes on me of like because yeah. is he gonna break but, edge is he gonna break edge and I remember some dude calling me out because like I said earlier I didn't date until after I dropped out of high school. And when I dropped out of high school, I started playing music and getting in the music scene and stuff. But once I finally like had sex, I was addicted. Oh I, yeah. It was, it was bad. Like I was, I would, do <laughs> any, I was addicted. I was addicted. Yeah. I would do anything to get laid and it didn't really matter who it was or who I hurt. And I say hurt, not in like, I'm, um, uh, no, but just like the... forcing myself. No, on but
0: the the hurt that comes from just running through mm-hmm.
1: women, yeah, and like... Re- like and her like didn't even realize like how like bad I was like harassing like women and and I was just like I w- I I just want to establish that like Gary fucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so Wait. one dude called me out like um and I want to say who it is but he's in a really fucking big band and i don't want to i don't want that smoke he's in a very huge band from the area well tell um, me later yeah and he's like i was like yeah oh dude i got to go um i'm going to meet up with this chick like to like hook up or whatever and he's like you know if you do that you break edge right Gary you know that's not straight edge right and i was like what yeah <laughs> and then, what and it, yeah cuz it's like no drugs no promiscuous sex no yeah. uh like drinking and i was like oh shit that's true and i've been yeah, in, and in like going through the gutter. <laughs> that's
0: our our uh, our friend Straight Edge Chris was the exact same way, uh, a sh- straight up sex addict, and so he got the nickname Dos Equis, double X, <laughs> which I thought was brilliant. hilarious. That's brilliant. That is clever.
1: And so I couldn't yeah, give it up. Ahead. I could. I, I couldn't. Like I. I enjoy. I enjoyed sex that much. I was like, I ain't, I ain't fucking age no more. That and like how the tattoo came about, I was like, I, I can't, I can't do this. I, 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 I like sex a lot, and I like attention, and I'm now in my point of life at 19, 20 years old. I'm getting attention, and the same, the same. So, so
0: did you just tattoo an S E? So it
1: just says sex. <laughs> no, I kept it. I kept like that i guess that's yeah. part of just, like, it of, dude it's just a, it's just a marker of life i i, I had it, i got i didn't get it covered until like 2016 yeah um, it, it's interesting
0: so like so far it just sounds like your life has been kind of shaped by like the running narrative is like i'm a fish out of water everyone's judging me what can i do to gain acceptance and feel like i belong
1: yep and that that's exact that's exactly what it was and the I'm I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you the, the straightest the the tattoo story. Uh, I was working a hot topic, and this chick, uh, comes in and it's like, like, I'm probably exaggerating, but to me, it was like alt queen, like this like crazy hair, like black hair, tattoos, heavy makeup, uh white chick walks in and i'm like that chick is hot and so i go and help her and we start talking a little bit and i found out she's new to the area and stuff like that. she's a tattoo artist i was like oh tight i would love to like meet up and maybe you do tattoo i mean she's like sure and she's like let's uh let me give you my number and i'm like dude i'm boy i'm in in there i'm in there and somehow she's new to the area yet the dudes I work with know her. They're like, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you. Don't, don't, uh, don't get involved with that chick. And I'm like, fuck you guys. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, just yeah. try to cock block. Yes. Fuck you. Yes. And so I was like, I, 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 I pull out the sidekick, and I'm texting her, and I'm like, uh, yeah, dude, let's uh, let's meet on this day. Like, how, this is what I want. I want a straight edge tattoo, and I want it to say, humble yourself. And she's like cool awesome. she's like look i charge you like 25 bucks for it i was like that's a deal and so i wait for, i get my paycheck and i'm like dude i'm gonna spoil this chick i can't mess this up we meet up i take her out to lunch and then we go back to her apartment nice apartment i meet her dad and her dad's like, "Oh, she's got a tattoo. She did some tattoos on me." And I was like, "Man, those tattoos kind of look bad." <laughs> <laughs> Too late now. I was, I was like, "Man, that's fine. It's fine. As long as I get more tattoos, I'll have more cred." Yes. And so she's like, drawing up the this, this stencil and stuff like that. She starts tattooing me, and I like I'm sitting down. You know, and she's kind of like facing me like this. She's like getting like getting into. She's like kind of. She's close to my crotch, and now she's Mm -hmm. playing it up. So she's like, you know, giving me the like looking up at the with the eyes while she's tattooing me. She's like, "You like that?" And I'm like, "Yes, oh my, oh my goodness, Gary." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm I was like, this is it. I'm about to get tattooed and laid. What?" And she finishes the tattoo, and I'm like. This this kind of looks bad, but I'm going oh. with it. I'm I'm going I'm going with it, and the uh, I think I ended up taking her out to dinner too, and I well, I did I took her out to dinner and I was like I'm shooting my shot. I was like, dude, I had a great time today. Thank you for tattooing me. I was like, I'm really like I feel like we have like a like a good cool connection. Like I like I would like to hang out. She she's like, oh yeah. I don't date black guys. Yeah, that's that's... no. She's she's like, that's not that's not something we do in Texas. That's like a big no-no. And I was like, well, what the fuck to say, Texas? (laughs) Like we Louisiana. Wow. And I like granted she didn't owe me anything. She didn't like, but I was like, damn, that was that hurt. Like I yeah. It's like, did you have to say that? I never like and I've gotten that before in like school and stuff like that, but it's like now I'm like as an adult I was like damn that's okay. fucked up yeah and I I never spoke to her again after that but I remember going to work that my first shift after the tattoo and somehow everybody knew everybody like they knew that I went and got the tattoo I had long sleeves on and they called me they they like stopped me at the door as soon as I clocked in they were like you went and got that tattoo right and I was like yeah let me see it i was like no <laughs> <laughs> no and so they like cornered me they cornered me rolled up the sleeves looked at it bust out laughing and i'm like what the fuck and they're like what does your tattoo say i was like what you mean they're like what's your tattoo say i was like it's the straight edge axis they're like no what's what does it say under it and i was like it says what do you like what are you getting at they're like bro she spelled she spelled yourself wrong. There's no R because it's in cursive. She's like, it says humble yourself.
2: Oh, my God.
1: I I still get made fun of to this day. Gary learned a
0: lesson that day. I learned a
1: big lesson.
0: Holy shit.
1: And, you know, shout out to to my boy Casey Meehan. Even though we don't really talk anymore, my boy was like, bro, if you do some videos for me, for my my tattoo shop, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I think he gave me Three, three free tattoos. Two, two of them were cover ups, and a, a, a fresh one. A fresh Pizza Steve, and boy, I, <laughs> that's I was. I was hurt. I bet, dude. That's, <laughs> that's,
0: you actually just. I just. <laughs> This just popped in my head of, of uh, this will be the last hot, hot topic thing, but <laughs> I totally used to, I robbed that place blind also because this is when it, like I became uh, a heroin addict while I worked there. So that's when I started Damn. robbing, but I would I would unload the stock. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'd be in the back um, and unloading T-shirts and every shirt that I liked, I would throw in a trash bag. And so I'd have a trash bag full. I'd take that trash bag, uh, throw it in the trash. Take all the trash. Take it out to the dumpster. And then I'd, after work, I'd just go to the dumpster and take out my trash bag full of t-shirts.
1: Damn. <laughs> my bad, hot topic. I guess I need to make be- amends for that somehow. Yeah, I mean, I can't say that I didn't like Five Finger Discount some shit. Like I, I was too scared to to like steal shirts. It was like it was always like a- accessories. Yeah, bracelets um, and Because like. We had the the steak like the steak play the great american steak and mm-hmm. that was like we had like the mall discount where you can get the biggest drink for a dollar and that's what everybody did and i would go get my drink i finish the drink and I would keep the cup and i would just put them in the cup and just, yep
0: that that's like, the uh that's the circle k move we would just go yeah. to circle oh, k get yes. a big gulp and you just fill it with candy and shit anyway <laughs> but i digress so um I wanna I wanna spend the rest of the time. We'll have to do uh we'll definitely have to do a part two because we can just keep going oh. and going. Oh, but absolutely. I, I wanna hear about um your TikTok content creation and, and basically this dream that you've been having that is actually coming true. So
1: it, it kind of is, dude. And it's scary. It, like I so like like okay so TikTok TikTok is new is a new venture for me because I was like pretty much like everybody else I was like it's stupid it's for kids all it is is lip syncing which which it is uh it's just like lip syncing videos and dances and stuff like that I was like this is that's that's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard but right around probably like almost a year ago like like right before I started working at Journeys, um, I. I made it like my my buddy Alex. He convinced me to make a TikTok. He kept sending he he kept sending me these like ADHD TikToks, and he's like, "Bro, I think you're ADHD." <laughs> and so I start I started watching this thing. I was like, "Holy shit, I think I'm ADHD." And so that's what really got me to like download the app. And so then it 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 naturally progressed to be making like content on that, but I didn't know what to make. So all I really did was take my YouTube stuff and just put it on TikTok, and just trying to figure out like how the trends work and stuff like that. But eventually, I made I I, so yeah. You you use TikTok, but Mm -hmm. for anybody who doesn't use TikTok, a lot of the 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 how the content is made is with sounds. So you can take music or whatever. That's how a lot of the trends are. You can take that and then like do something on top of it like that's how the lip syncing and stuff like work, works well i came across this video i forgot the name of the original creator it was i know it was a black woman and she was talking about how um some lady told her that she like the way she talks she sounds like she's never spent a day in the hood and she wanted this big rant about like your per- perception of me because of how i talk is that like, it does not create what my blackness is my I am black I this is who I am there's nothing I can do to change that and I was like fuck dude that for my entire life that is how like she worded perfectly how I've been trying to defend me not acting white yeah um and and so I I used that sound and I made like a TikTok around it of like holy shit the sound validates my like how i feel and that blew up like a lot of other black people started coming in and like dude yes yes this is it and so then it started to progress into like other people who had other black people who are even like people of color with the same interests started finding me a little bit more and they were like oh shit, it's an all black dude i'm an all black dude i didn't think we existed i was like neither did i holy shit let's be friends and so i I started to like develop this like relationship with like these low-key alternative black people and so i made another tiktok of like like we all started to like really resonate with each other i made another one of like these are my people holy shit and that one blew up even more so then i started making more and more like it it made me a little more comfortable being me and like actually um expressing my interest in my music or like music that I'm into and, and things like that, and then that just progressed into making. Um, content about like the scene kid days and the emo days and stuff like that, and that is when shit started to pop off that's when I actually found my niche because, for some reason, it feels like nobody was really doing it. Yeah, because of how people were like, "Oh my God, I forgot about this song. Oh my God, I forgot about that this yes. trend. Um, I forgot about the the fashion that we had, the toms, the well, carabiner." And, uh,
0: from a uh, outside perspective too, I remember when you started, and then I remember when you changed your name to emo Uncle Uncle Phil, and I saw what you were going for, and I was like, "Oh, that's it. That's 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 your thing. You figured yeah. it out." Because everybody knows, and this is all my friends too. They're like, "I'm gonna start a podcast." It's like, okay, mm-hmm. so what different? What What are you gonna do differently? Like, what do you have right. an audience? Do you have a particular perspective? Like, what do you got? Right. If, if it's just you talking, like, there's a literal million of those. Right. So you got to figure out something to cut through the noise.
1: And then there's also that, like that negative um, perspective when it comes to. People creating podcasts. Like you hear it all the time with in like with like comedians and things like that. They're like, oh, and and then I talk to Phil and guess what Phil does? He wants to create a podcast. Of course you do, Phil. Or you know, oh, he's the type of guy that drink craft beer and and do a podcast as I drink craft beer and on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um and yeah it, and like the whole like email uncle phil that was like that was a like one of my followers they said they had mentioned it twice uh that they were like it's like like a like a, a alternative uncle phil and i was like why I you keep saying it that <laughs> and i didn't so i looked up james which james avery is like, has been like a huge part of my childhood between like the teenage mutant ninja turtles and like the fresh prince but i never put the two and two together so i looked it up i was like holy shit i do kind of look like james avery yeah so the high cheekbones the yeah. beard like I was like, Oh man, that's legendary. Yeah. So I changed. I just like, I didn't even say anything. I just changed it. And that just, that changed the game that like a lot of people have been saying that like, I can't, I I, I watched for the username. I stayed for the content and this is like the, like the best thing I've ever I've seen, which I always feel like is a lie. Like when people like I'm reading comments and like you're one of the best, uh, TikTok accounts on the app. I was like, "That's a that's a lie." There's a lot of people on TikTok. There's no yeah. way. But I appreciate that. That makes me feel very good because I've been I've been at this for nine years since my daughter was born. I, it it started with Let's Plays, um, which transitioned to uh, Twitch, which I I was fairly successful in Twitch, and I got really burned out because I went real hard on it, and I burned out, and I I kind of left it behind, give or take. And that led to YouTube, which led to comedy, which led to stand-up comedy, um, and now like TikTok, which I never thought that like I'll say success because I'm I'm actually ma- like making money and like talking to it, it. It's crazy to 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 think that for a short time I was having a conversation with Ali Sykes in DMs. Yeah. That's crazy. That really that's, is.
0: That's that, crazy. That's the uh, lead singer. Of Bring me the horizon. Um, yes. If to those that don't know, a, he, a massive, a massive celebrity he, in the in the world.
1: Absolutely, and like the fact that that like what him, what a time
0: to be alive, dude. Honestly. Him duetting my
1: video changed my life. Yeah, to be honest. Like the thing that really like fuck with me about it is his DM. I can't it's see what it. He, uh, it's what he said in the oh shit, there goes my camera. It's what he said in the DM. I probably just fucked my camera up. Um, I actually, I actually started the conversation, um, because like he had shared the video, the he duetted the video, and I and 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 I've actually started to get like follows and like from creators that I've been following since the beginning. Of the, I'm like, I really like this creator, and now they're fo- finding me. And what I'll usually do is like jump in the DM and be like, Hey, thanks for the follow. I, I, I've been following you for a while. I love your shit. I appreciate you. I just wanted to say that have, have a good day. And I kind of did the same thing. I was like, yo, real quick. I just wanted to say, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. Thank you for duetting my video to Ollie. Yeah. I was like, be safe. Um, like, I love you. And he, and the dude, the dude DM me and was like, I appreciate that so much, dude. Thanks for making me smile. And I fucking lost wow. it. Wow, I lost it, dude. I, I like, love I it,
0: it when when celebrities do that because it's nothing for him. It was nothing, nothing for him to nothing. do that, but he did, and it's that's. I'm super happy for you. Dude, <laughs> like that's thank awesome.
1: You. And now, now, accounts that are looking at myself it's like Three Days Grace commented on one of my videos. Uh, august burns red like uh bring me the rise. hopeless records I, I i don't like i want to i want to jump in the hopeless records dm so bad but i was like i don't know what to say like i don't know what i it's not like offered I can do a collab or something i don't know I would, I would, yeah i would love so, to because like like uh so you see, uh oh go, go ahead go ahead well I, you I said this, this two weeks
0: has been crazy so like what's what you got in the works what's kind of the trajectory what's
1: so what's the haps Right. So right now, I'm um, now that I've had a taste of talking to brands, uh, it's finding more brands and. Can you say what brands? I think so. um, One of them that I'm, um, I've, I've, I've talked, or I'm working for two of them right now. One I'm actively like working with, uh, which is Skillshare, um, which I'm a. I'm very familiar with Skillshare, like a lot of the creators and podcasts that I listen to are sponsored by Skillshare, like Peter McKinnon, Hello from the Magic Tavern, uh, Game Grumps, and for they commented on a video, and I was just straight up like, yo, I'm a duet it, but it's going to be like kind of like a pitch, just to let them know I'm fully aware of who they are. And that led to a DM of like, hey, we would like to work with you. And I'm like, absolutely. And I actually just filmed two ads for them today, and I have one more ad to film for them. And then I have another brand, which is like a Credit Karma uh, competitor. It's called Credit Sesame. I I filmed the ad for them as well. This episode Um, of
0: Church and Other Drugs brought to you by Credit Sesame.
1: (laughs) Tell your credit cards, open Sesame. Oh, that's right. I'm just waiting for the ad that I sent to it it's being reviewed before um I think before I can post it and get paid. And That's, but it's wild. So your dream
0: is becoming a reality.
1: Absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> and it's 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 hard because I like I'm trying desperately to not be petty because I I've within How so? the last so I when I in my in my channel, you know, fuck fuck them. In my channel, uh, by the YouTube channel that I had the gaming channel, we did this like forty hour live stream where a couple other um local YouTubers came together and we did a charity live stream for the flood victims of like twenty of uh, that flood in twenty sixteen, and we decided we were gonna merge these channels together. We we're gonna make this big channel, and it. As it was progressing, it didn't sit right with me. And I was like, you know what? What are y'all are doing? It's cool. I don't think it's for me. I'm going to roll out. Just like that. No animosity, nothing. I was just like, peace. I mm-hmm. left my group. They stayed with them or whatever. And they were like, yeah, dude, no problem. You know, good luck. And that's when I went to Twitch. And then shit hit the fan. The shit talking. And, like, the the shit talking, the the bad mouthing, like Gary, like basically long story like Gary's a loser like uh delete all the videos that have Gary in them because we don't want Gary to come back and ask uh for money for our videos whoa and they t- and they're telling this to my best friends my brothers you know and they're like yo dude um we're still in like the group chat and stuff like that and this is what's being said about you and here's a screen cap and I was like wow you motherfuckers and I was like okay that's cool. No problem. Uh, that's cool. And then it just started to progress into these like vague shitty um, posts about me on like Facebook. And I was like, okay, all right, cool. Because like Lafayette is so small that like, it's not like California or like, or anything like that, where everybody's pretty much making content out on the streets. If I was to go downtown and shoot a vlog, it would be weird. It would be you weird. Know? It would be weird. People. Would hey, be what you doing? Yeah, it'd be getting <clears throat> like getting in the view. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's already happened, and it just kind of like, oh man, I'm embarrassed. I'm not gonna do that. Um, but then, I like the me leaving that channel opened up so many opportunities for me. Once I got into Twitch, I met this dude AJ Garces, and AJ is a fucking. Ooh that dude's a legend. He's out in San Antonio. That dude can do anything. That dude can put his hand on anything and master it and be so fucking good at it. And we met through Twitch and we went I went to Pack South. Uh, we 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 were DMing each other and we were starting to become acquaintances and we met up at Pack South. That dude ended up becoming like one of my best friends. And he he reached out to me in 20 2019 and he's like, he he was just starting to become a like stand-up comedian. And he reached out to me and he's like, bro, um, I'm actually going on tour. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. Hell yeah, congrats. He's like, but I want you to come with me. I want you to come do stand up with me. I want you to come on tour with me. And I was like, Are you serious? He's like, Yes. And I was like, I'm I need to check with my wife first. And I tell Shelby, and Shelby's like, absolutely go. You have to go. Yeah. You have to go. And it was one of the best experiences I've ever had to I and I'm still like a very new comedian but to like be a, a new comedian and go and like do it, such a short tour of Lafayette, uh San Antonio, Los Angeles at the 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 comedy store. I didn't perform at the comedy store, but I was there and I got to meet like Jeff uh Jeff uh Ross Jeff Ross, Whitney Cummings. Uh I didn't get to meet Chris D'Elia, but he was in the, the the room next door or next to us. And I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but people were screaming in there like he was murdering somebody. It was wild.
0: Uh But um, probably never mind. Uh, I'll give you a cheap (laughs) shot, but (laughs) I didn't. didn't. I'll leave you alone, Christy. You're good.
1: And um, I I, like I met. I I I didn't. I made some contacts out there, but I don't really talk. Like I I didn't have anything to like really offer them to be like a steady contact with them. But that was such a good experience for me and people hated on me like look at that not to my face but it's stuff that i've heard that like i think i'm hot shit. i think i'm like an influencer um and things like that so it's like really difficult yeah go ahead
0: yeah in the short time i've met you and that's why i was kind of uh drawn to you in this in this blossoming uh friendship (laughs) is that i don't get that from you at all I, i like i don't think uh i just don't get that from you at all
1: i appreciate that because it's not something it's not something i'm like i like the the life's like like the idea of being a not an internet celebrity but like i have always dreamed of being some type of personality like yes like some type of like somebody a community can trust and be like yo like oh gary um that's what you know xyz like to to
0: to be known for something and for someone to want that something and be like oh you know who'd be perfect for this gary exactly exactly yes yes it's and
1: and so the way that i put out content and things like that people um people would they're just like oh you you know Gary, uh, gary thinks he's hot shit gary thinks xyz um but it, it's the same people that aren't are miserable and aren't doing anything that have talent. And they're not there. It's using it to bring people down instead of like, like doing something with it, you know? Yes. And that's, that's it's. And that's why I was saying. It's hard to not be petty now because, because like now I'm getting like Facebook messages and DMS of like, Oh dude, um, oh, you should do this, or dude, oh, I'm so proud of you, you know, so there's, there's like, there's people that supported me, absolutely, like, and I, I have a, I I have a physical list of those people that supported me, and I, I mentally know the people that don't, and it's really, it's hard when I get those DMs of like, oh man, you know, whatever, blah, 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 but at the same time, they're, they're, reaffirming that like i'm i'm doing something like i'm getting i'm getting there yeah you know and that feels good like like uh when i talked to skill when i was talking to skillshare the my contact at skillshare addressed me as an influencer and that was that was difficult to to take in and they were like you know we love working with new influencers like you and i was like i i don't I don't yeah. think that I am to the points where I googled it. I was like, "What makes you? How do you know if you're an influencer?" <laughs> and apparently, according to whatever, I'm a what's called a micro influencer on TikTok.
0: Well, you start with the micro and into the end with the macro, dude. That's right. Well, I I am a I'm I'm happy for you. I'm excited for you, and I I I hope um. I'm just excited to see what's next, man. And I, I, I I think you're on the right path. And I think that, you know, that you don't want to, don't lose the things about yourself that got you in this position in the first place. You know what I I, mean? Absolutely. Um, I know. I I think you have a a good grasp of what not to be
1: or how not to act. Oh, absolutely. Cause I've had nine years of practice of, of, and, and seeing the, 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 the ups and downs of, of even just, just trying. Yeah. And that's what
0: a lot of people only see the success and they do not see the nine years of trying and fail. Like, I wish, like, I would love that is, you know, I, I just, I had to make a decision and I can only do stuff like that uh on my off time so i just do like little mm-hmm. comedy skits and i you know i have this um i i don't i can't pursue it as a thing or i or right now for whatever reason um mm-hmm. I so I, I but i understand yeah and i i understand that it, <clears throat> like it's it's a it's fucking work yeah it's like <laughs> it's a lot I of did- work
1: I did the videography, like, you know, doing photography and videography as like a, like a small business in a way. And that kind of prepared me for like the business side of it in a way, but only like to to a certain extent. Now it's like the real deal. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to like, I'm going to have to do taxes and yeah. all that shit. But the um, I, I wouldn't have been able to do this either if it wasn't for my wife. And my body, when being, for some reason, my body was like, your ankle's going to start hurting now and you're not going to be able to walk. So you're going to have to stay home. And cause you can't work cause journeys is firing you because you can't be at work with a boot. And my wife is, she has chronic illnesses. So it kind of worked out cause I can, kind I I can continue to take care of her, Well, she has a really good job where she can kind of provide for us. Um, And she was like, look, I'm gonna be she's like I'm gonna be honest with you I think I think this is your time I think this is your time to take to go hard into your content I think this is finally your moment I was like I don't know you know cuz I got to be the man and I got to provide and I got like what is it going to look like to people when you know meeting new people I'm like what do you do gary and i'm like yeah mm. I'm tick tock influencer." there yeah and like <laughs> I, like even before that's like i don't have a job and they're like yeah. oh you're one of those black you're guys one those. with the white with the white wife that doesn't work oh yeah and that that that's a hard thing to overcome because it's been so ingrained in my brain it's even even now even though i, I have the the it's like credibility to it or like look i i this is my income from you're seeing the dividends right it's still like that's not real like that's not a real job
0: well Uh, gary we need uh we need to wrap it up or we'll just keep going but um all right so where where can everyone find your stuff
1: uh you can find so i have multiple avenues of content so if you're looking for like TikTok content, like really short form content, you can find them on TikTok at Gary KW, Gary K period W or emo underscore uncle Phil uh, or Instagram at Gary K. W. And you can find more long form, longer form videos and my cooking show Gary can't cook on YouTube as Gary K Washington on uh, on YouTube i i have a fantastic cooking show and it is a fucking mess i, I, I have
0: it. watched it it is, it is good like real deal uh and send me an email church and other drugs at gmail.com uh patreon.com slash church and other drugs for the Hell bonus yeah. episodes and storefrontier.com slash church and other drugs it's not getting enough eyes but i made two of my favorite shirts ever, uh the possums and the ferrets. So just go check it out. They're awesome i, need, I need to dot com slash church Drugs. Gary, thanks so much brother, and I look forward to seeing where you go. Hell yeah. I
2: need you dress